Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Recorded live. Thank God. Our hallelujahs, children of God, they do in fact belong to the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. Thank God for another opportunity to worship Him, spirit and in truth. I'm going to take a look at the book of First Corinthians, eleventh chapter. Special focus on verse 20. I am Apostle Robert Bryant, pastor of the Christian Center Church, Kenston, North Carolina, USA. And I'd like to welcome you all once again to another edition of Living the Word, where sound doctrine is brought to the ears of thousands of God's people all over the world. 1 Corinthians chapter 11, 
verse 20 from the New International Version reads, So then, when you come together, it is not the Lord's Supper you eat. Read that again. So then, when you come together, it is not the Lord's Supper you eat. I'm going to work from a theme this evening. What? Coming together. Coming together. Coming together. Let us pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we thank you again. We praise you. We give you all glory, all honor, and all praise. You are worthy of all our adoration, all of our attention. We give you praise, Lord. We pray that as we study your word this evening, you will give us revelation, insight into your eternal truths that we may know you all the better. Forgive us of our sins, which we have grievously committed against you. And we ask, Father, that you continue to lead and guide us into your path of righteousness for your name's sake. We want to know you better, Father. We want to do more of your good pleasing and perfect will. These things we ask in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior, our strength and our redeemer, and let the people of God say amen. As we look at 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 17 on down to about 34, we see the Apostle Paul having to rebuke the Corinthians for the Lord's Supper that they were attempting to come together and eat. Paul had to let them know that because you're not doing it the way God says, it is not the Lord's Supper that you are eating. Now, one of the things the Lord has in my spirit immediately is that when we don't come together and do it like God says, it's not the Lord's anything that we are doing. May not be his meeting, may not be his fellowship, may not be his worship. If we don't do it like he says do it, then it's not the Lord's that we are doing. Just as these saints here, it was not the Lord's supper that they thought they were taking the Lord's supper. They thought they were eating the Lord's Supper. They thought that Paul said it's not the Lord's Supper. You say, Apostle, why is this important? It's important to us because we got to understand that we have got to do it the way, whatever it is, the way God says, or it is not God's. We got to do marriage like God says, or it's not God's. We got to do family the way the Lord says, or it's not God's. We got to do relationships. What? Like God says, or it's not God. Look at what the Bible says. Paul said, so then, when you come together, it is not the Lord's Supper you eat. Now, these saints were coming together. These saints were eating. These saints thought they were doing it the way the Lord prescribed that it be done, but they weren't children of God. See, now this this is why the, the rules of God are so 
God are so imperative, they are so uh, important, because if not, we can be deceiving ourselves in what we're doing. Paul let them know this is not the Lord's Supper. No matter what you're thinking, no matter what you're feeling, it, 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 it might not be worship. It might not be hearing from God. It may not be, even though we may think it. If we we got to be very, very careful to do it, what? Like God says. Let me say that again to some of you all under the sound of my voice. We got to be very careful that we do it like God says. All right. Go back to verse 17. In the following directives, I have no praise for you. For your meetings do more harm than good. Now, now, hope children of God, I hope you see one of the main dangers of not doing things, not coming together, not following God's instructions. That the, the main danger is that our meetings can do what more harm than good. Instead of people hearing what God said, people coming together and not hearing what, what, what hearing what God has not said. Instead of people getting real solutions to their problems for uh, in life, people coming together and are not getting the solutions to their problems. Instead of people coming together and getting uh, what God has really said concerning circumstances and, and, and events, people coming together and getting what God has not said. we got to do it like God says. In the following directives, Paul said, look, Paul said, y'all don't even realize y'all are causing more harm than you are good. In the following directive, I have no praise for you. Your meetings do more harm than good. In the first place, I hear that when you come together as a church, there are divisions among you, and to some extent, I believe it. No doubt there have to be differences among you to show which of you have God's approval. Now, this is why God let us be different right here. This is why God let us be different churches, different pastors, different preachers, different... This is why God allows for differences. Right here. Because at the end of the day, what God is going to do is he's going to show which of us have his approval and which of us do not. Let us strive. Let us work for. Let us work toward God's what? Approval. It's not whether or not the conference approves you. It's not whether or not the the, the denomination approves you. It's not whether or not the, the, the League of Bishops approves you. It was, what makes the difference here is does God approve us? And this is what we want, children of God. We want God's approval. You can have man's approval all day and not end up with the approval of God and still be lost. You can have man's, man's adoration. You can have man's uh, all day and not have God's. Paul wanted to show something here to the church. This is why there are so many differences in the body of Christ right here. There's your answer right there. Why? I wonder why this church do it like this, and why this church do it like that, and why this church do it like that. Why? Because people got to know who God got, who's got God's approval. People, places, and things are different in places because some places have God's approval and some places do not. 
So then, when you come together, Paul said the, the problem with this group here, Corinthians, is it's not the Lord's Supper that you eat. You're wasting time, you're wasting energy, you're wasting money. It's not the Lord's Supper. Children of God, I pray that you and I will be doing this thing like God says, so that it will be God's God's approval. God's approval. Paul said, for when you are eating, some of you go ahead with your own private suppers. As a result, one person remains hungry and another gets drunk. Do you, don't you have homes to eat and to drink in? Or do you despise the church of God by humiliating those who have nothing? Now, one of the ways you can tell if your church or if your meetings have God's approval or not, is how are those treated that have nothing? Always keep that in mind. Paul said, look, you're despising those who have nothing. You got you got secret little meetings, people getting drunk, one person getting drunk, another person gets hungry. God's church has a sincere concern for all people, not just people with money, not just people that are doing well. One of the ways you can tell if you walked there under the sound of my voice, you wonder. And I wonder if my church is, is is doing this thing like God wanted done. How are people treated? What? That have nothing. One of the main things, when we look at this scripture here, and we look at the problem of this, the, the, what they were calling the Lord's Supper in this early church, it was saying that um, one person remains hungry, another one getting drunk. And, uh, you know, uh, you got homes where you can eat and drink in, and you're humiliating those who have nothing. God's church is always going to raise and exalt those who have nothing. Always remember that. Always keep that in mind. Just as just, 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 some of you be going to different churches, some of you be going to other churches, always remember that God's church, the true church of the living God, it's always going to elevate those who have nothing. What shall I say to you? Shall I praise you? Certainly not in this matter. For I received from the Lord what I also passed on to you. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it, saying, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup. This is the cup of the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Remembrance. Keep in mind that our meetings are supposed to be in remembrance. Of, the, of our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Our meetings, let me say that again, are to be what? In remembrance of our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. How he did things, how he went about things, what was important to him. Well, that's what our meetings are really all about. It's not all about money. It's not all about fashion 
popularity being seen and people being seen, our meetings are to be done in remembrance of the death of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, that you and I might have a right, what? To eternal life. Let's keep this thing properly focused. You know, what the Lord is, is dealing with me in my spirit now is a uh, magnifying glass. I, I don't know what you call What do you call those things where you, you're looking through something? Microscope. Now, you can have a microscope and not have it focused. And you can't tell what you're looking at. You can't tell what what the what's on the slide or what 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 you're, what you're trying to focus in on. But once you get that thing in focus, you can see what you are working with. And it's the same with our walk with God. If we don't have this thing in focus, we don't know we don't know who we serve. We don't know who we worship. We don't know what we're doing. But when we do it like God says and get this thing in focus, then we can tell. Wait a minute. Right, we worshiping God, or oh, wait a minute, we worshiping money, or oh, wait a minute, you know, we exalting people, or oh, wait a minute. The, the key is to get things in what? Focus. The Word of God helps us to keep things, uh, come on now, the Word of God helps keep things in focus. Thank you, Lord. I, I, play, I, I bless your name for this message, Lord. This is, you know, I've been preaching for years, and I've never... That I can remember have preached out of these select scriptures. But I pray that every one of you under the sound of my voice will take this um this word of 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 wisdom and apply it and use it for application. Because remember now, how you coming together, how you coming together as a church, I don't care where you where you attending church and what you're doing, you're gonna be held responsible for that. So we've got to make sure that we are coming together for the right reasons. We're coming together in the right way. We're coming together in the right things so that we don't end up. These saints were rebuked by the Apostle Paul. Ah, You know, that's a big deal, but that's nothing like being. Can you imagine being rebuked by the Lord on the day of judgment? Can you imagine being rebuked by the Lord on the day of judgment? So let us be very, very careful, children of God. Let us be very, very mindful. Let us be very, very serious so that we don't have to be rebuked uh, by the Lord concerning our meeting and our coming together. May God bless you, children of God. May heaven continue to smile on each of you. Oh, come let us adore Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. Christ the Lord, for he alone is worthy. 
reach us through email at thechristensternchurch at gmail.com. Check out our website at www.ourchurch.com backslash member backslash t backslash tccc. Feel free to join us on Talk Shoes, Precast, YouTube, and iTunes at 9 a.m. 6 p.m. daily. On Talk Shoe, call 724-444-7444 and try Spreecast, type in Robert Bryan on YouTube and the Christian Center Church channel. You can see excerpts of Apostle Robert Bryan on YouTube. Donations should be sent by using the donation button on the church website or our talk show homepage. God bless you and heaven smile on you. In Jesus' name, amen.
You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply.